welcome everybody to our buzz call today. This is episode number 617. And today is Monday, January the 22nd, 2024. My name is Marie, and I'm going to be facilitating today along with our own iBug lady, Sandia Rao. And we're going to share the duties. Um, this call is all about iOS and Basically, to get you more familiar and comfortable with using all the accessibility features of iOS, and that includes the iPhone, iPad, iPod Touch, Apple Watch, and Apple TV. And we can also discuss the devices that we use, such as headsets and keyboards, as well as all of the apps that are used with iOS. So welcome one and all, and before we go much further, I'm going to turn it over to Sandia and let her tell you all about the upcoming events in the iBug world and the ways to contact iBug today so that if you haven't done so already, you can become a member of our family. Okay, Sandia. All right. Thank you, Marie. We have a lot going on this week once again. <laughs> so let me tell you. All times are central. All events are on Zoom, so it makes it easy. Upcoming events. So today, like Marie said, two hours of iBug Buzz at the midpoint. We will have our uh, big reveal for the movie on Friday. Come and test your knowledge of movie trivia. Then uh, tomorrow, we have two events. On Tuesday, two events. We have the mini buzz basically a continuation of what we're doing today and that'll be from five to six and then in the evening from seven to eight thirty all questions will be the mac and talk all things related to your mac whether you have one don't have one thinking about getting one you have one it's just sitting on a shelf collecting dust that's where you can come and ask all those questions we'd love for you to come and participate on that call and then on thursday we have it's ibugs live from seven to nine this one's a fun one it's called mm -mm good i think we're violating somebody's trademark but i didn't say that <laughs> maybe campbell's but okay uh it's talking about how to make vegetable soup and with the weather we're having, I think that is a perfect idea. So come and check that out on Thursday. And then on Friday, we have the movie starting at 8 p.m. Central Time, Social Time prior at 7.15. And after if that includes Name That Tune, some jokes and other, other activities, which shall remain unnamed. After the movie, we have discussion and trivia. So that's what's coming up. Oh, sorry. How could I forget? Saturday. Saturday's a very exciting day. iBug Apple Workshop Special Show and Tell Edition. Once a year, we talk about all the different kinds of hardware that people have. And people come in and talk briefly about whatever headphones or keyboards or whatever walks in the door. So we're not, you know, we're going through our submissions and we thank those who have. And if you're still thinking about 
you know, sending, you know, we set out some criteria of what we, you know, you're going to talk about. It's a very brief three-minute presentation that you will be making. We'd love for you to get involved. So just send a, an email to uh, uh, either send an email to iBugToday at gmail.com or Texas at gmail.com. Either one will work and uh, we will try to process it. Uh, we can, uh, then, so that will be from two to four, two to four on Saturday, a busy day there. And we're looking forward to all the new toys that people have. And so then, and then after this call, it will be the after buzz after buzz. We'll turn off the recording and it's all you guys. It's a chance for our callers to get to know each other without any busybody facilitators interfering like me. I won't be there to mute anybody. It'll just be self-leased. Yeah, the only rules are no politics, no religion, and no technology. It's all about just getting to know one another. Then social media, like, like Marie said, join our website, ibugtoday.org, I-B-U-G-T-O-D-A-Y.org register to be a member you'll get email notifications everything is free our podcasts are broadcast on our website they're on youtube and they are on your favorite podcasting app so that is what is going on i'll hand it back to you marie <laughs> okay that's quite a list we're going to be a busy week this week Okay, before we get on our Q&A session, I want to go around the room and have everybody introduce themselves and tell us where you're from. So go. Hello. Come on, I know there's a bunch of you out there. Who are you? John and Austin. Welcome. Terry. Welcome. Terry Walker. Welcome, Terry. Okay, I think there's about three people in there. I couldn't catch all of those names, but you're all welcome. This is Ned from Texas. Hi, Ned. Hi. This is Ed from Georgetown, Ontario. Hello, Ed. Hello. David from Tacoma, Washington. Oh, Mr. David. You're Kenny a little from bit Missouri. Automated. Welcome. Roberta from Louisiana. Hello, Roberta. Gary in Austin. Hi, Gary. Melissa hey, from Tennessee. Welcome from Tennessee. Debbie from Franklin, Tennessee. Another hey, Debbie. Great. <laughs> <laughs> She's in Ten Franklin. I'm in Nashville. <laughs> We're taking over. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, look this out for the Canadians. We have a lot of them here. On here. Yeah. Mm -hmm. This is Dee from Southern Illinois. Hello, Miss D. Hi. We do have two of Brian okay. from Ontario. Hi, Brian. Pete from Jacksonville. From Hello from Jacksonville, Mr. Pete. Hey. Sharon from New York. Hello, Sharon. <laughs> Hi. Paul in Columbus, Ohio. Hi, Paul. Deb from Kansas. Welcome. Helene in Arizona. Hello, Helene. Judy in Connecticut. Hi, Judy. Anybody else? 
And do you have in Pennsylvania? I get I get none or two. <laughs> Welcome oh, well. to both of you. Well, thank you. That hap? This is David Houston. Uh, hi from Houston. Roy Suva from Houston. Oh, Roy, and who was else? Suva from Houston. Suva, hi, Suva. Amanda from California. Hello, Amanda. Hi. Jody from New Hampshire. Hi, Jody. Hi, Anybody else? Uh, Greg in Texas. Hello, Greg. Okay, if there's nobody else, we can start our Q&A, and we try to get in as many questions as possible, so we want to keep each subject to a time limit, and uh, if you've asked one question, give somebody else a chance before you ask a second, but if nobody pops up, chime right in. So let's have our first good question. Sarah, are you new? Sarah from New York? Uh, this is Sarah from New Hampshire. I'm actually, I signed up to be a mentor uh, for the iBug. Um. Oh, that's fantastic. Welcome. How did you hear about iBug? Um, I think I attended several of the movie events in the past. All right. All I also right. attend the ACB community calls and have heard about it from there. Okay. Well, well, great. We're glad to have you. Okay. Who's Thank got a, our first question? This is Jody. Was that who? Jody and who else? Liz. Liz, who? I don't know which one of you was first. Well, this is Jody. I just wanted to welcome Sarah. Oh, okay. All right. Thanks, Jody. All right, Liz, go ahead. I finally found the the piece that I was using before I started learning um, voiceover. It was called Audio Description, where I could play. No, I'm sorry. It's called Spoken Contents, where I could get the phone to read me like my emails and stuff. And it interferes with voiceover. So I had to turn it off. However, since I don't use voiceover 100% yet, can I add that to shortcuts so I can turn it off and on when I'm not using voiceover? Okay, has somebody got an answer for her? She can she create a shortcut to do that for her? This is Jim. Go ahead, Jim. I think there already may be a way to set that up. So all you have to do is tap the phone in a certain way and um, it will start working for you. And I'm not sure what that uh, gesture is right off the top of my head. I played with it a couple of years ago just to see if it would read um, some books that I brought up onto the phone. But honestly, I don't remember how to do that but if you go in and look at the uh speech settings uh, i think under accessibility there should be a way to do that roberta this is liz oh Re go ahead roberta 
Okay, um, I'm going to need your help with this one, uh, Marie. A while back, we set up shortcuts. Uh, I do not remember. Did we go into our phone? It's where we could do the shortcuts for our emails and stuff like that, where you could put whatever you want to put in there, and then you put what shortcuts you want. Do you remember you did a small little demonstration of that? Um, I think that was text replacement that I did, not shortcuts. I'm not real well-voiced yeah. on shortcuts. Because uh, I set up my email, but it was, I want to say it was in um, in the phone. I'll have to go back and look again. David, you might even remember. But it's where we um, put in like our email and then we could choose what, what but, letters we wanted to you know, and we press like mine's Rob Nev, and I put R N space bar, and it fills it in for me. Actually, that was text replacement rather than than act than setting up a shortcut for it. Shortcuts okay. is something is like a little mini program. Does anybody else know anything this, about doing shortcuts? This is, this is Ed. Go ahead, Ed. Um, I did put um, uh, talk um, <laughs> voiceover on shortcuts but it turns it off but i can't figure out how to turn it back on other than doing the three finger double tap which you can turn it on or turn it off with um but shortcuts it will accept uh voiceover but like i say um i went into shortcuts wanted to wanted to tap it to uh, turn it off and it worked great and but there's no turn on so okay I, I think she's wanting to set up a shortcut to turn off and on her spoken content not voice she knows how to turn voiceover off it's the spoken content that she wants to do a shortcut for oh Does I'm anybody sorry. I, anybody anybody something. have an answer for her this is roy go ahead roy and then we're i'm not sure about on. about that speak it tool but if you go to accessibility to accessibility shortcuts there is a speak screen option that you can turn on and make it one of your shortcuts. Don't know if that's what she's needing. It's called speak screen. Okay. Okay, Liz, there's a couple of ideas. We need to go ahead and move on to the next question. Who has our next question? Harry. Go ahead, Gary. Uh, oh, this is Terry. Um, oh, I'm sorry, Terry. Yeah. Uh, if anybody actually knows, uh, and here's the history behind the question, is because on the older iPhone and like iOS 16 or so, I was able to get my Zoomax um, NLS e-reader tethered to my phone. It took several tries, but I was able to get it. Now with my new iPhone 15, it it w went good for a number of times, and then it it's uh, I don't know if it was because of a patch in the o iOS or what, but now I cannot tether my NLS e-reader at all. I I, I tried the, the Braille options, you know, voiceover, uh, but it will not tether at all. It will not connect at all. Okay, it you're talking about getting it pa yeah. paired. Paired getting it phone. paired to the yeah. phone correct okay does somebody have an answer for that this is jim i ahead, jim. might have a way and i'm not certain how this would work because i have the brilliant bi20x which 
has the same form factor, but your software is different. What I would try and do is if there's an options setting, right, on on your on your Zoom X. Oh, okay. Look there, and what you might want to do because you've done it so many times is go in and see if you can unpair your display from your phone. Okay. Okay, and that's and that's from the Zoom the NLSC reader device. Zoom, yeah, the Zoom the Zoom X reader yes i'm yeah i know i don't have one of them i can't help you as much as i would like with it but um in pennsylvania that's what they're giving out here oh okay Um, okay but um like i say see if you see if there's an options setting you can go into on your zoom x and you might have it you might have you know from trying to pair it you might have too many you might have it paired too many times and I think the place where you want, yeah, you want to, you're going into, um, you're going into voiceover settings to pair it, correct? Correct, yes. Yeah, yeah. What I would try doing too is uh, go into settings and go to Bluetooth and right. unpair it, okay? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, uh... And I've actually tried that, but I'll try it again. So yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm, does anybody yeah. okay, does anybody God. else yeah. have and, that particular and, device and and iOS seventeen? So the, if there's a conflict in that that particular iOS version, maybe a problem. Has anybody else got uh, the Zoom Max and iOS seventeen? I guess not. Okay. Well, I guess you're going to have to go with trying the. Un- I'm sorry. Did somebody have an answer? Yeah, this is Jody. I've I have I've got the device, but I haven't paired it to my phone. But if you have any questions about the compatibility, you can write an email to the library at nlspes at lsd.gov, and they might be able to help you if they know of any problems with iOS 17. Okay. Right, thanks, Jody. Oh, okay. Thanks a lot. Okay. Good tips. Next question. There's no dumb questions, folks. Okay, Mary Ellen, go ahead. uh, This is directed to the keyboard users, and this is involving my iPad. Um, I use a Folio, a Logitech Folio keyboard on this Mm -hmm. thing, totally. I have no dock when I go down to the bottom of the device using the keyboard. But if I put my finger down, I'm on the dock. I mean, I I just uh, have just come across this in the last couple of days, and I I just think it's rather weird. Has anybody ever heard of anything like this? Go ahead. Do we have somebody else that could respond before Jimmy responded several times? If there's somebody else that can answer that for us. Come on, there's got to be some other keyboard users. Is everybody shy today? <laughs> this is Roy. Okay, Roy, go ahead. Well, I, what I would try, make sure you're on your home screen and press control down in though. That should put you on the dock from your okay. home screen. Okay, I haven't done that, so that's... That sounds good. Um, 
I just, I, it was just something I ran into and I just thought it was very weird. So thanks. Okay. All right. If you can try that and if you can get back to us, if it doesn't work, maybe you can try it right away. All right. We have another question. This is Marsha. Would you, could you tell me how to go to settings and find out how much storage I have left? Okay. Who can tell Marsha how to go into her settings and find her storage? This is Suva. <laughs> okay, Suva, go ahead. Yep. It's going to be under settings, then general, then iPhone storage. Really? I don't think so. I think you can also find it under iPhone settings, general, and about. You go to about and it tells you what storage you have. And Excuse me, Melissa, you need to say I'm your sorry. name first to be recognized. <laughs> I apologize. <laughs> That's okay. This is Melissa. Um, go ahead. Yeah, you have to go to settings, general, about, and you go down through there to tell you everything about your phone slash iPad, including the storage and how much you have used. And how much is left? Yes. Yes. Okay, Marsha, that gives you. Oh, go ahead, Ned. Yes, I, it's, it's in, as we're saying, it's in about, and you go down and you'll have capacity for mm -hmm. your uh, your phone, like 128 gigs or 256. And then below that, the next line says how much you have left. Okay, good. Yep. That should give you a good clue on how to find out what you've got and what, what's left. All right, next question. Yeah, Chico Danaka, Chico Danaka with a question. Um, okay, go ahead, Chico. Today they just released the new, the newest in iOS. What other new features are in the new iOS besides the stolen phone protection? Because this, this, uh, it just came out today, and um, there's some brand new features that um, that um, those um, YouTube videos didn't tell me about. Um, they only told him about that one feature and um, and the music in Apple Music. They didn't tell me about those other features. There's about several other features that were updated, and um, I'm not sure what those features are. Okay, does anybody new... know where to get the information on the latest release to the iOS? There should be some place where you can get the information gives you any. It may just be mostly bug fixes and security updates. There may not be a lot of new features. I'm not sure whether uh, if it's 17.3 point something, it's just an interim update rather than this, a feature update. This is Go Deb. Ahead. Go ahead, Deb. Um, there's an article on Apple this about it. But um, there's just a couple more things that I read. One was something to do with Apple Music that you could put in emojis, I think. I don't know. I didn't understand that one. But uh, there was another one that was to do with, um, oh, what was it? Now I don't remember. <laughs> I had it right on the tap on the on my tongue to say it, but anyway, um, there's an Apple this thing about it, and it it tells about it. Oh, it's AirPlay to um, if you go to some, in some hotels, you can use AirPlay, scan a QR code on the TV screen, and like share your phone to the to the 
uh, hotels, TV, an airplay kind of thing. But anyway, that was what I read. But there's an article on Apple this okay. about it. That's a good source. Apple Apple this usually is real quick to have any of the new features or updates or whatever or fixes. This is Liz. Okay. This go is ahead, Liz. Go ahead, Liz, and then Greg. Okay, if you go to um, your settings, I scrolled, I went too far ahead, um, and then go down to where you update your um, uh, update the software. Right. On that screen, it will give you a, a link to what's in the update. Oh, okay, that's a good way to find it too. Okay, Greg. Yes, um, I uh, back my phone up to iCloud, like I think most of us do, and I uh, installed seventeen point three today. And I made the mistake. I I usually try to be real careful about backing up the phone before I do a new software update, but I did not today. Uh, and so after the phone uh, updated to seventeen point three. I went into iCloud to back up my phone and I discovered that the last uh, backup, even though I had it set on auto update, the last update that was done was about a month ago. And I don't know how that would have been toggled off. It probably didn't have anything to do with 17.3, but it was a reminder to me that I need to go in periodically to the iCloud um, settings and check back up to make sure that I'm have you know that I'm up that I'm backing up to iCloud and check the last time that it was uh, backed up. Just kind of a warning to people just to check that setting periodically. That's a good clue. I'm going to check all my phones. Normally, I think it backs up every time I plug it in to electricity. Generally, but I'll yeah. check it. That's a this, good tip, yeah, Greg. Yeah, this is Greg. Uh, the interesting thing is uh, the same thing uh, uh, happened on my wife's phone. And so I don't know if there was something with one of the updates in the last month that could have toggled that off. I don't know. But just yeah, be forewarned, you might want to check. Okay. Thanks. This is Kenny. Go ahead, Kenny. Um, for the um, iCloud backup, it usually is plugged in and hooked up to Wi-Fi, and it would mm -hmm. back up whenever. Um you know, whenever, whenever is that's yeah, that's generally the default. But if there's something yeah. in there that that's not working, we all probably need to check it because I'm I'm guilty of not checking it very often. So, yeah, I back up periodically, and um, also the phone used to warn you um, and mm -hmm. say, "Hey, this iPhone hasn't been backed up in several weeks." Mm -hmm. So I don't know uh, what happened to all that. Okay, new subject, new question. This is Sandia. Go ahead, Sandia. I'm asking this question on behalf of a friend. Uh, so the, she wants to know, uh, kind of like what Deb mentioned about when a QR code shows up on a TV screen. Uh, how do, like, you know, sometimes during a broadcast, it'll say, hey, you know, scan this QR code. How does a blind person go about it? I mean, I know there's the QR code uh, scanner that we have on our control center. Uh, any has anybody been able to do that successfully? Okay, somebody know this about Chris? QR codes on. Go ahead, Chris. Yes, I have done that on uh, 
a shopping channel on TV. Yes, on QVC. I was able to just take my phone and center it towards the bottom of the TV screen. And it did pick up that QR code. Great. Okay. Thank you. This is David. Go ahead, David. Somebody uh, has some yeah, background noise. Not me. Go ahead. Um, there's a app you can add to your control center called Code Scanner. If you activate that, it, it reads the QR code a lot faster and easier than like using the camera. <clears throat> um, so I found that the case but the, the problem with the tv ones is they only leave them up for about like three seconds or something and then you, you you're probably going to miss it before you can get your app ready and everything unless you have like a ability to freeze frame the tv like rewind and kind of freeze frame it um but i've used the code scanner on you know like static uh um qr codes like menus and such you <clears throat> You almost have to know ahead of time that it's going to come up. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they'll say, oh, here's a QR code. And then, like, you know, then they go to commercial. You know, it's like, no, I have a deep, you know, I can rewind my TV. I have YouTube TV, but still it's a pain in the butt to go back yeah. and try to find exactly where where they put the thing on the Okay, screen. does anybody else have any, any quick tips on that one? QR codes. Okay, Sandia, maybe something there helps. This is Suva. Go ahead, Suva. I believe you can also take a picture, like just kind of general picture of the QR code, and then the picture from the picture you should be able to also um, access the QR code link. Okay, all right. Well, there's several different ways to get at it, so maybe that helps. Okay, we have a new question. Move Rhonda. on. We're getting some good questions today. Yes, go ahead. Um, I have several questions for tonight, but um, I just want to say I got a new phone and SE, and thanks to iBug and everything I've learned from you guys, I was able to transfer everything from my old phone to my new phone all by myself. All right, good, good for you and good for <laughs> iBug. <laughs> yeah, and it, it works. <laughs> uh, my okay. first question is, uh, since I do still have the home button, I can't. It's not working to where it turns on and off voiceover. Where do I go to set that up? Um, go ahead. Somebody have an answer. Is that the SE 2022? Yes. The newest SE? Okay. Yes. Somebody have an answer for her? It's Linda, correct? Jody. Yes. Yes, Jody. Go ahead. Yep. You want to go to settings, accessibility, and way down at the bottom of this of the list, uh, there's it says home button and then you go in there and that's where you can assign the um the, the you know the the button shortcut to uh turn on and off voiceover. You can isn't also it, isn't ask, it called the accessibility shortcut? Yeah, the accessibility shortcut. Although I think it's under the home I think it's you go down to the it says home and I think it's there. Although it might okay. be accessibility shortcut. I'll go check. But anyway, you can also ask SIRI to enable it and disable it. That's what I've been doing. And I did go okay. down to that button. And all it gives me is the speed of which I can click the home button. It gives me like one, two, or three. That's the only thing that I saw I'll go check and under see where the it home is. button. Okay. Anybody it. else have an answer? 
I thought it was on by default. This is but go ahead, Shree. It's one above, right above that one. It's right before the timeout. Okay. Thank you. The double tap timeout. Okay. Do you have another question, Linda, right quick while you're on? Uh, sure. Um, I was trying to move my um, my apps. And I remember we talked about this before, but I forgot how to move it beside a certain other app. Okay, who's got a question for her about moving an app? This is Pete. Go ahead, Pete. Uh, first of all, the uh, previous question, the accessibility shortcut is under settings, accessibility. Go all the way to the bottom of that screen, and it's the second one from the bottom. It's called accessibility shortcut. You were right, Marie. Okay. Now, you, Linda, you want to move an app over next to another one? Is that what your question was? Yeah, I'm sure she wanted to put yeah. it in the editing mode and dragging yeah. it to it. Yeah, if you f go to the app that you want to move and flick up, then you'll find uh, VoiceOver will speak an option that says uh, drag app, drag mode, um, or edit mode. edit mode first. Edit mode, and then drag. You can drag the app, and then you can just flick to the screen and or the position where you want to drop that app. And then if you flick up a second time, you'll get a several options, one of which or two of which will say drop before uh, such and such an app or drop after such and such an app. And then you can just select the one that uh, pinpoints where you want to drop it. Okay, great. Thank you. Okay, real good. Thank you, Pete. Okay. A new question, moving right along today. This is Marsha. Go ahead, Marsha. I have a friend who is sending me, he's reading to me in a book and, uh, you know, like little chapters of whatever. And I'm thinking it probably could be taking up a lot of storage space, but I tried to, it, it, I, I see it as a white square. And if I tap on it, it reads it. And I found out that it was very difficult trying to, because it'll be like five times he's done it. And I get by the three, and then I can't get past that. But if I turn voiceover off, then it has them all in a line, very easy to read. Now, I decided that the ones that he's already read, I'd like to get rid of those but I don't know how to delete them. And I didn't know if I could delete them one at a time. Okay. Does somebody have an answer for Marsha? Marsha, what, what app are you using? Well, it's on voice. So he's using voice memos to record them and send them to me. Oh, okay. And so he sends them to me by text. I go into my text and I'll see like a little white square and I tap on it and then I hear his reading and then it stops. And then I was, you know, going right to get the next one and the next one. But I, I mean, it's, we're at a hundred. So I'm thinking I should delete some of them that they might be taking up a lot of storage. 
Okay, he's sending her the link via text message. Um, and sounds like he's put a lot of them into one text message. Yeah, well, delete the whole message itself. I haven't deleted anything. I tried to delete just one of them, you know, so that I could maybe delete one through 10 or 10 through 20 or something like that. Okay. Okay. Anybody have any help for Marsha? We get more questions tonight than answers. Yeah. <laughs> this is Herbie. Yes, go ahead, Herbie. So you're asking about the voice memos themselves. Are they taking up your storage? Well, that's you can you can answer that one for sure. Yes, they definitely are. I mean, depending on how long the voice memos are, will depend on how much storage they're taking up. If he's sending you like one mes minute messages, they're not going to take up that much storage. But let's say you've got no, they would take ten minutes, and there's about a hundred of them. Then they're going to take up a little bit of storage, just um, whether it's a significant amount or not, it's going to depend on your phone. I would say if you don't want to, if you, I would say get rid of any ones that you don't really want to listen to anymore. That's my question. How do I get rid of them? So um, that one would be just deleting the conversation from messages that'll, that should do delete them. Like, if you swipe down on the conversation and messages, that would delete them. I think that would be one way to delete them. Well, I, t I tried to do that, and it went to more, but I still couldn't see how to how to delete it. Does it, ha does it have to be playing for me to delete it, or...? No, so when if you're on the conversation, like, if you're on the list of conversations, and you go down to yours with his, mm -hmm. and if you swipe up, there is an option to delete... But the conversation, but I'm talking about the recording. Yes, that's what I'm saying. That should get rid of the recordings within the conversation. Otherwise, um, I think, yeah, see, that's a little bit interesting to do it through. You can delete some things with iPhone storage, and it's just a matter of, I don't remember, like, when you get a conversation, something like that, if it stores in downloads or not or if it just stores in a temporary location and that's where it gets a little bit tricky and they'd have I to wonder, actually uh, i mean it, it prompts me to, to save them to my files if i put them in there could i delete them from there would they would they get out of my text and into my files no they would actually be in both places now we got more storage okay okay somebody else have a different answer <clears throat> this is david okay david, david was first yeah Oh, I was just, um, are these all in separate text messages, like one one voice memo per message, or like the yes, that's correct. all 100 to one, the, the, that's one correct. message per? Because you can well, go and delete individual me messages, I'm know, not gonna, so that's kind of tedious, too. It's, it's not so much the <clears throat> messages as I wanted to, to Marcia, when you want when you want to speak, well, you need to say your name first. Okay. Go ahead, David. Oh, oh Marcia, well, you're... Another thing, you're talking about white squares. We're all VoiceOver users, so your your descriptions are not, you know, we don't know what you're talking about. So well, if you if you turn uh, it, on VoiceOver and do it the VoiceOver way, we can definitely help you. Okay, so it's, this is Marcia. It'll ahead, say, Marcia. It'll say full uh, file type audio M4A da 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 
And then it says that the recording was made at 4.32. Because I'm, I am using voiceover. Okay, Pete. does anybody else have a solution? This is Pete. Go ahead, Pete. Yeah, Marsha, go to the message or the M4A file that you want to delete and flick up until you get to more. Uh-huh. Now, again, this is in voiceover. Double tap on more. Uh-huh. And then towards the very bottom of the screen, it might be the second from the bottom, you'll find a delete button. Double tap on the delete button, and it'll delete that message. So or, that's... And, and the M4A file. Okay, so that's what happened. I I didn't hear delete, and I yeah, it's all the way at the bottom. It's not right there on you know. Mm -hmm. when it's separate. Readily, yeah, have to that's use exactly. your four. If you do a four finger single tap in voiceover toward the bottom of the screen, so you're mm -hmm. learning voiceover here, right? <laughs> yes, ex more four about it. Four finger single tap toward the bottom of the screen will get mm -hmm. you all the way to the bottom element on that screen. Mm -hmm. And then I think it's right above that. So you flick once to the left and you'll hear delete. Thank it's you. toward the very bottom of the screen. Thank you, Pete. Thanks, go. Pete. Okay, let's go to the next question. Roberta. Go ahead, Roberta. Oh, it's recording. Um, I have... Uh, the last time we had an update, my messages, you know how you've got a sound when a message comes in. Mm -hmm. Some of them make sounds and some of them just start reading the message. And it doesn't make a sound to let me know a message is coming in. It just starts reading the message. But some of the others just make a message uh, sound and let me know they're coming in. So why am I getting half sound and half not? Okay, somebody have an answer to that. So they're, it's reading some of our messages out loud, announcing them, and not all of them. So it's doing some one way and some another way, which uh -huh. is odd. It started happening with the last update. With the, not, the, not the one that come out today. The last okay. one. Okay. That was about a month ago. Okay. Anybody have an answer for Roberta? Well, I guess I'm the only oddball. This is Deb. Go ahead, Deb. Um, Roberta, do you have an Apple Watch that you're using alongside of your phone or not? Yes, I do, but it does it whether my whether I have the phone or not. I mean, whether I've got the watch or not, it does the same thing. Even because I just got the watch, and this was doing it before I even got the watch. Okay, because with a with a watch paired to your phone, typically, if you're using your phone at the time the message comes through, you'll I'm have not. the sound. Okay. I'm not, I'm, it's, it'll be sitting beside me and I'll, won't even be on my watch. Hmm. This is Jake. Okay. Go ahead, Jake. This is Ned. It, it has to do and with your whether you're not. Wait. Okay. <laughs> We're one at a time here. Sorry. Okay. Jake, go ahead and then, and then Ned. It has to do with your notifications and your settings, the way that they're set. With your screen. 
I have the notifications on, yes, to, an, uh, to make a sound, yes. Well, there's one setting that says to announce, to always announce, and you can actually shut that off to where it will just say notification and it won't tell you what the actual notification is. But then or I you wouldn't can, even you know can, what text was coming in because it don't make a noise. It doesn't say like one notification or anything like that. When I pick up the phone and look at the yeah. message, it does. But when the phone's just sitting there, no, I don't, you know. The only reason I even know I even had a text come in, sometimes there's a sound. Like whatever sound I have set for my text. Okay. But sometimes instead of a sound, it reads the message. Oh, I don't know. That's different because every time I get a text message, I get the sound. But then I, don't, I, have to I used up. to until that last update. Hmm. Okay, Ned, did you have a different answer for her? Yeah, <laughs> yes, my, I was going to say I experienced the same thing. Uh, mm -hmm. Some messages would give a sound, some would read it, and that bothered me. And so I turned my phone off and turned it back on, and I guess it must have reset itself in notifications, but... I didn't have that problem after that. I've turned it off a many a time since oh. then. And every time I turned it on, it's still the same thing. Oh. This is Shree. Go ahead, Shree. Is this happening when the phone is locked and versus when the phone is not locked? Um, I imagine it's locked because it's sitting beside me. And I wouldn't even know that I'm even getting a text so if it would, wouldn't just all at once start talking. You might want to check what your settings are set when it's locked to see if it's reading out notification or just playing a tone. Well, it does the same thing. Sometimes it'll, sometimes it'll just make a tone, and then other times it reads, reads the message to me. When it reads the message, it does not make the tone. But sometimes when it's just sitting there, there's times where I got a tone and I know I got a text that just came in this and then true. other times. Okay. Go ahead, Sheree. Just last question. Is it coming from the same individual or different individuals? Different. Um, did you check to see, but it's, but the problem is occurring with the same person occasionally, or is it always a no, person? It's different. Getting? It's different people. It's, Correct. It's, but it's, it's, it's one person experiencing both issues. One time it plays a tone, one time it plays message, or one particular person, you just only get the message or tone. It's different. It, it, it's not the same person every time. There is one person that will send me a text, and I get the sound every time. But... Otherwise, that one person, anybody else that sends me a text, sometimes a sound come in and sometimes it just starts reading me the text. All right. This is Jody. Oh. Okay, Jody, right quick, and then we need to go ahead with a different subject. Go well, ahead, Jody. I was just going to say, could it be that uh, some of them are iMessages and others are SMS messages, some, some from iPhones and some from Androids? Hmm. Now that one I'm not sure of. This is Pete. 
Go ahead, Pete. Yes, sir. I think Sri had the right uh, approach with his first question. Your settings can, your announcements, uh, notification announcements can be different on the lock screen versus when the phone is not locked. So even when your phone is next to you, sitting right next to you, it may either be locked or it may not be locked. And that might be determining which which of the two you're getting. So go into your settings and then notifications and check to see how the setting, how the notifications are set while on locked screen. I think that's the verbiage used in that screen. I'll so, show and, and by the way, Roberta, announcements and notifications are considered two different things. Announcing is where it speaks out the message or whatever, and notification is where you get just the tone, I believe. Okay, do we have a new question? We're getting close to the halfway point. I knew I should. This is Alice. Go ahead, Alice. Is it Alice? Yes. Go ahead. I upgraded to the 17, and since I did the upgrade, my my notifications come in, and it'll read them, the first two or three lines, and then it just shuts itself down. It won't, it won't finish reading the entire notification before it shuts down. Can okay. anybody tell me why it won't? It, it, when I had the older... The older version, it read the entire notification, but okay. now it just reads a portion of it and then shuts down. Okay, somebody have an answer for Alice. <coughs> Excuse me. I hear nothing but silence at the moment. I know that I don't know. Um, but I realize that sometimes a lot of there's problems with Siri cutting off things and it'll read something part of the way or like when you dictate something, sometimes it doesn't finish the reading. And I'm not sure if that's just a bug with the new iOS. Um, so when somebody else has a different idea, please chime in. This is Deb. Go ahead, Deb. One of the one of the things that I read in that Apple this thing today, one of the comments that somebody made was that seventeen point three had fixed that Siri thing that you were just talking about, where it mm -hmm. cuts off. I don't know. They said they weren't sure. You know, I mean, it's a new update, but this one person thought that that had fixed that. So okay. I. I don't know. That's just what that one person said in that article I read earlier today. Okay, Alice, have you updated to the latest update for today? Uh, no, I'm at 17.3. Yeah, you may, you may try that and see if it makes any difference. Okay, thank you. You bet. Okay, we've got about eight more minutes until the big reveal happens, so we've got time for maybe couple of questions at least who needs to have a question answered this is ed go ahead ed i have uh i have an ec480 logitech keyboard and uh an se 2022 and when i type and i'm doing emails i i uh, i have spell check on and it tells me probably every second word almost, that 
it's a spelling error. So I will I will hit the delete button and and go back and delete the the letters, and there's no spelling error there, and it's been doing that for probably a a week or so now, and um, I've gone through and checked. Uh, I mean, I've tried changing dictionaries or whatever or checked out the dictionaries but i can't find anything that um relates to that problem or has anybody heard of that or has anybody heard i mean the ec480 it has issues i think with um bluetooth uh sometimes affecting it or whatever i'm not sure what the what the note is on it um and i've had other issues with this keyboard and i'm to the point where it's time to maybe buy another one. I think it's less than a year old. Um, but um, I don't know. Anybody got any advice on that? Chris? Okay. Go ahead, Chris. I have a Logitech, and I've had that problem off and on for a year or so now, whether I'm in the, the Notes app or the Messages app. Usually, Ed, it's when I use punctuation. If I notice if I spell a word correctly and I put a comma behind it, say, or semicolon perhaps and if i uh, don't put a space particularly it'll tell me that word is misspelled even though it's not it's spelled correctly but it's usually um connected to punctuation okay this is ed go ahead ed um it 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 happens uh i mean i understand if you put two words together you don't put in a space it'll tell you that it's incorrect um, comma wise, uh, I, I, I haven't noticed that, but I, I also know for sure that it's, uh, at times when I'm not putting in punctuation, um, and it's still, it still says, and I, and I don't have, uh, I don't have the, like where it'll automatically put in punctuation. I don't have, um, autocorrect, um, like I, I keep it basic. I want to correct my own mistakes, and um, uh, I, I, I don't know. Um, okay, quick question. When you're typing, Ed, do you hear it actually say space? Because maybe in the keyboard, if the keyboard is a little bit bad, maybe you're hitting the space bar, but it's not actually entering a space or something on that order. Um, it will, uh, when, you, when you type in the letter, and you hit the space, it'll read the word, or it'll tell you that okay. there's an okay, error. So, error. Yeah, yeah, okay. This is Liz. Go ahead, Liz. When I updated, not to the one that came out today, but the last one, mm -hmm. I did that like two days ago, which I really don't like it. Um, just saying. Um, all of a sudden, yes, my when I'm using voiceover, it like every other word, it tells me, and I'm not using a a, a separate keyboard yet, but it's always telling me that I've spelt the word wrong, but constantly. And I know some of them are not incorrect because I've did the slide by letter by letter so that I know I spelled it right. So I think it's some kind of bug, personally. Any other keyboard users have any ideas? Go ahead, Shree. Could it be a setting in verbosity when it's reading something? Um, it's it's generating that's the that message. 
you know how when you go to verbosity on a word, you can select the tone, speech. Um, I know sometimes we used to hear the comma, and when we change it from speech to tone, it goes away. Okay, um, we're getting very, very close to our mid-time. Um, Ed, I, I don't know if you've really got any information to help you there. Sound like it could be trial and error. And if you haven't done the latest update, you might try it and see if it helps anything. This Sandy, are we ready? Go ahead, Ed. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm just at 17.22, I think it is, or whatever. I haven't gone to three yet. Um, okay, you might you might try updating and see if that makes. If not, you may okay. have to replace your keyboard. Okay, Sandy, okay. are we ready to go for our halftime? Yes, thank you, Marie. Very good. Uh, we uh, had a lot of busy, good questions in that first half, so thank you. And this is when we give people a chance to say hello who didn't get to introduce themselves the first time around. So you can say who you are and where you're from. Bridget from Atlanta. Hello, Miss Bridget. Sounding great. Okay. Hello, I have. I'm on my phone like you told me a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> you actually listened. Okay. All right, okay. go ahead. Next? Gloria uh, from one. Houston. Gloria, welcome. Vincent Thank in you. New Jersey. Hello, Vincent. Hello. Shree from Virginia. Hey, Shree. Sarah in Vermont. Hello, Sarah. Hello. Okay, we're here. Hang on. All right, sorry, I had to mute. Go ahead. Who's next? Keep going. I have to unmute people. Well, you will have to unmute. Elizabeth Alice. from Newfoundland, Canada. Hey, Elizabeth. Um, another Jody from Canada. Hey, Jody. We haven't seen you in a while. You doing okay? I've been here hiding. All right. Good to have you. Keep going. And we don't use the hand raise feature. Just go ahead and say your name and where you're from. Janet in Colorado. Hey, Janet. Hey. Keep going. Marty, Philadelphia. Hey, Marty. Hey. Well, swells. Lots of people. Alice from Alabama. Hello, Miss Alice. Hello. Right. Anybody else? Okay, going once. Okay, well, thank you all for saying hello. And now we're going. Sorry, to... it's Haley from Tacoma. Hey, Haley, I'm causing all that trouble. Okay, welcome, Haley. I, I really wasn't trying to. I know you weren't. <laughs> it just comes naturally. I see that. Well, glad to have you, Haley. All right. Uh, so. We are going to say hello and find out. Well, we already did that part. Uh, we are going to have our big reveal of the movie that we're going to show on Friday. That movie will be starting at 8 p.m. Central here on the Zoom conference line. And social time at 7.15. We have 
moved it up. It used to be 7.30, so we got more time for more silliness. So there you go. And then social time uh, discussion and trivia after the movie. Not sure how long the movie is because we don't know what the movie is yet. We're going to find out because we have somebody here that's going to give us some amazing clues. I'm that guy. Are you out there? Yes, yes, yes. We're back. All What's right. happening? I bug people's. Lots wow, people there's here. a lot of people on tonight. What's happening? I'm running a great program here. I should tell my friends. You have friends? I don't know about that. Sometimes. All right. Well, yes, we're going to do the big reveal. But first, we have another fun use of vinegar. Yes, vinegar. We've been talking about vinegar for the last few weeks. Did you know you can use vinegar to revitalize your rugs? If you have a stain and it's kind of all matted down, well, just take some white vinegar, mix it half and half with water, put it in a spray bottle, squirt that little stain and let it sit for about 10 minutes and then carefully just blot it. And that stain should come right up and your rug will be almost like new again. And that open up <laughs> well, all there the windows. You go. Vinegar there to you. revitalize your rugs. All right. Now it's time for... Step on it quick. All right, that. all right. Oh, I gotta get a new sound man. Yes, not, I know. Are <laughs> people are not sure what to make of it? I can't tell yeah. you. Okay. So I think he was trying to say Michael's movie Minutia. Oh, is that what he's trying to say? It didn't really come out that way. Okay, we got rules. <laughs> All right, we want everyone to play. Mm. You can, one time during the show, you may, everybody can mm. unmute themselves as long as you don't have a lot of background noise. And you get one guess per clue. You get, oh, there'll be a five clues total if we get that far. And you have to say your name and wait to be acknowledged before trying to guess the title of the movie we just want the title of the movie all right here we go clue number uh -oh. our film this week mm -hmm. takes place in new england in the 1970s mm. Film takes place in New England in the 1970s. All's quiet on the mm -hmm. world. All right, we're going to have to move right along <laughs> to Chris. Oop, did someone want to guess? Was Chris? 
Oh, Chris. Yeah, this is probably completely wrong. The world according to Garp. The world according to <laughs> Garp. No idea. Oh. One strange movie. That is a... Never saw it. Interesting. <laughs> interesting. The book was much better than the movie. Who's in that? That's Robin Close. Williams. Robin Williams. Yeah, yeah, Robin yeah, Williams. yeah, yeah. I remember. Uh, anyway. But, 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 guess what? Chris is absolutely wrong this time. Good try, Chris. Come and play. All right. We are moving on to Sarah. Oh, Sarah. Sarah. Sarah with an H. You got it. The Shining. The Shining is another great movie that we've already seen. I'm so Whoops. sorry. All right. I think that's yeah, we've been doing that. this since what? 2020. So we've Pete? done a lot of movies. Pete. Mystic River. Mystic River is another great movie we've already seen, Pete. <laughs> right again. All right, we're going to really move this along. This is Ned. Clue number. Uh, you have to hold it, Ned. I'm going to give yeah. you clue number two. Two, two, two. Mm-hmm. What do they say when you play golf? No, we're not there yet. Sorry. Two. Mm-hmm. We see a brutal professor at a prep school, a prestigious mm-hmm. Prep school. This is Chris. Who yells at the students for the slightest infraction. And we'll have to rewind back to Are you going back to Ned? Well, all we can do is try to rewind it back to Ned. Oh, I, well, I don't know if this is the name of the film, but Philip Sextra Academy. What? <laughs> I didn't hear that. Let's rewind that one more time. All right, try that again, Ned. <laughs> Phillips Exeter Academy. Oh, that's it. So, so. This is Marty. All right, we, uh, I heard Chris, and then we'll go to Marty. Uh, you might have seen this mm-hmm. in Cider House Rules. Oh, I thought Chris had it. And... <laughs> If she wasn't on all those drugs, she might have had it. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we're going to move on to Marty. I wish. This is Marty. Dead, dead Poet Society. Marty's right on. Okay, sorry. We're getting a bunch of background noise. Go ahead, Mr. McCullough. Come back in. If you have background noise, shut it down, please. Put your mic. You have to mute yourself. Well, we muted you already. So, okay, yeah. Marty, you're going to have to 
Say that one more time. He said Dead Poet Society. Dead Poet Society. A month ago. What do they say? Dead Poet Society. That's another Robin Williams. Oh, God, that is, I can't believe that one. I'm trying to remember. They stand up on the desk, right? Is that the one? Mm -hmm. Yes. Well, you know, Ned, or not Ned, Marty is, is. Okay, Jody, go. Yeah, we already saw that one last year. Uh, yeah, we how did. about scent? Of, how about scent of a woman? Scent of a woman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have already <laughs> seen that one too, Jody. Oh, okay. This Thank is David. You. Uh oh, David's so good at this game. All right, I've got a feeling he's gonna rock it. Go, David. Is it the holdovers? The holdovers. Well, David, I know we haven't seen that one yet because it only came out a few months ago. What's that guy's name that plays in this? Some kind of Italian. He plays some kind of weird comedy guys. But anyway. Jamadi. Giamatti, yes, yes, yes. He's a good actor, actually. But you know what, David? Is not going to miss it this time. Ding, 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 ding. Yes. We are watching The Holdovers starring that guy with the Italian last name, Giamatti something, (laughs) something (laughs) Giamatti. And starring, who else is in this great, film we don't know but we will find out this saturday night no we're not watching this saturday you'll be too late if you come saturday it's gonna be friday <laughs> night that's right we do our friday night movies usually on friday occasionally on saturday or sunday and the new year falls around but in this case we will be watching it on Friday. So come one and all. Oh, Paul Giamatti. I had to look that He up. has a brother, too. His brother's an actor as well. Oh, okay. And I don't know who else is in it, so don't ask me. His all right. dad was commissioner of baseball for about a month. <laughs> oh, that is right. We're going to get David something extra for that little bit of Ooh. trivia, not worth your anything. But okay, Jody, what do we have for our winner tonight? All right, David, David, David. I know you want this because you don't have one. It is a Sengine retro rotary dial phone from the 1960s style vintage telephone. So in case your iPhone isn't working, you can use a rotary phone that will always work. Well, you know what? I must part ways with all of you fine people. Yeah.
All right. Thank you, Mr. McCulloch. So in case you missed it, it is. The movie is The Holdovers. It's a brand new movie. Some Oscar buzz about that movie. So come check it out this Friday. All right. Now we're going to have our iBug Bite segment. Today we're going to be talking about how to create a customized text tone. There are two ways that you can get to the Contacts app. The first is within the Utilities folder. You will find a Contacts tab in there. Alternatively, go to the Phone app. And then the third tab from the left is the Contacts tab. So I'm going to go through the phone Overly option. Phone. 16 new item. Phone. Open the phone. phone Text field. Contacts. Tab. Three of five. So on the bottom row, there are five tabs. I pick Contacts. Now, I'm going to be creating a text tone for my mom. So I'm going to search for her name real quick. Add button. Contacts. Heading. Search. Search field. Search field is cat F, cat R, cat R, A, A, J, J. Her name is Rajeshwari. Sir Rajani Kata, Raj Rao, Rajiv Under Rajeshwari Rao. Okay, that's the one I want. Selected, mother. All right. Got her there. And now, here's the tricky part. You have several uh, fields in this contact. Hey. Rajeshwari Rao, message, button, call, but video, mail, dip, pay, app, contact, photo, and mobile, VI, FaceTime, FaceTime video, FaceTime, ringtone, sound, waves. So you hear that I've already created a customized ringtone, and you would think that the text tone is right after it. Notes. And it's not. Notes, text field, send message, button. And so that's a little weird. So the way I figured out how to get to the text tone field is you have to go to the edit button. The edit button at the top right corner. Edit, edit button. All right, double tap on edit. Done, dimmed. So the done button is dimmed because we haven't done anything yet. So let me look for the text tone. First name, lap nickname, company, tech, remove, n mobile, button, plus one, add phone, but add email, add pronouns, but ringtone, sound, waves, text tone, default. Aha, there it is. So I'm going to double tap on that because my mom deserves more than a default text tone. So I'm going to double tap. Cancel button. Okay, now I am in uh, a list with a whole bunch of possible text tones selected note button so uh right now uh i guess i have a default text tone and if you tap it you can hear what it is selected note so that's like the bell uh so you can just listen to your heart's content and find the exact right one for the person that you want i already know that the one i want is under classic so there are some regular tones, and then there's another category called classic. So we're going to swipe down. None. Button. Note. Button. Antic. Cheers. Chord. Droplet. Handoff. Milestone. Passage. Portal. Rattle. Rebound. Slide. A button. lot. Welcome. 
Classic button. There you go. Ringtones. Heading. Classic button. Classic. I'm going to double tap on that button. Alert button. And then there are a whole bunch more there. And I know that the one I want is near the bottom, so I'm going to do a four finger uh, tap toward the bottom of the screen. Group. Rose 1 to 18 of update button. And. Tweet. To update button. So that is the very bottom on that classic list. If I double tap, you can hear it. Selected. Update. I think that conveys a certain sense of importance if it's coming from my mother. So it, I'm going to choose that one. Typewriters. Selected. Update. Button. So it is already selected. I double tapped on it and it is selected. Now, okay, so we go to the top. Text tone. Back button. So first you got to back out of this section. So because I'm in the classic uh, section. So text tone back. So this is at the top left. Mini text tone. Back button. Back. Text tone. Cancel button. Okay, I don't want to cancel. Now we're D done. Button. There's a done button at the top right. Rattle, but rebound. Button. So this is still in that list of uh, other text tones, the bigger list of text tones. 82. Done. Done. Button. Text tone. Sound. Update. And now we came back to our original uh, where we were in that edit field where we can choose the text tone. And now it's saying that the text tone from my mom is the update. You can hear that again. Ringtone. Sound. Wait. Text tone. Sound. Update. Update. Okay. So it has corrected it. Previously it just said default. And now done button you need to hit the done button again edit and it went back to edit so we are done now i'm going to test it out okay so edit i'm in my mom's phone and i'm going to pick uh in the message compose button compose in the messages app two text field is editing c s s a a n n Okay, I'm typing my name. Results. Sandy Rao. 713208. Okay. Added recipient. Sandy 2. Text field is editing. Sandy Rao. Plus 17. All right. So it says Sandy Rao. Dynamic Island. Empty. And now I'm going to type a message from my mom's phone. You. Message. I message. Text field. Double tap. Insertion point at end. Cap-H. Cap-H. I. I. Hi. That's profound. I know. So let's go. Waving hand. Messages. Waving hand. Message. Text field. Is editing. Hi. Insertion point at end. So Use the rotor to access misspelled word. Send. Button. I'm going to send hit using the my send message. Button. Double tap and hold to add effect. Message. Text field. Is editing. I message. Insertion point at start. Messages. Now. Mother. Hi. All right. So we have created a customized text tone for my mom. All right. So, there we go. We're now going to open it up quickly for questions. Marty? Hang on, Marcia. Marty, go. Um, you said there were two ways to get the contacts. You only did the first one. Uh, there's two there ways. A... Uh, yeah, the two ways are if you go through the... Yeah, I always showed one. There's one way is to go from your phone and th pick the third tab and go to put contacts there or go to the... Uh, uh, utilities folder and 
uh, then you can in yeah it's not util yeah utilities builder, and then within that's where other the other one that has voice memos and contacts and a couple of other things in there. Okay. Oh, okay. Utilities folder. Is that the one that, that's the folder that comes with the, yeah, like, it's usually the on iOS, the second right? Page unless, yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Thanks. All right, Marsha, go ahead. Yes. I think the thing that I couldn't make it work is because I didn't hit edit. Okay. But, yeah. And, uh, and I didn't realize you had to hit edit to be able to find the text tone. Right. But after you chose it, you hit, you said you got a back out of it and you, and you went up to the left-hand corner and tapped on back. Is that necessary? Or can't yes, you just go to the... You, yeah, I mean, there. you know, you'd have to... I would encourage you to listen to the recording because uh, those were the steps that you have to do to get out of, you know, the different categories of ringtone, your touchtone, text tones, okay. mm -hmm. and then you ultimately have to get to the done buttons, and you're not going to get there until you get out of those categories. That's what, that's another step I was missing. Thank you. You're welcome. Okay, anybody else? This is Shri. Liz. Go ahead. Go ahead. So, Sandhya, now that you created a unique a tone for your mom, if you go back in there now, would you have that option or you still have to go to edit? It doesn't show it. It's really weird. I, mm. I, it doesn't, that's really strange. I don't know. Even after I you will... changed it, it still doesn't show unless you go into the edit field. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. But I will go back and check it. Cause I, I just thought that was so strange, but that's a good question. I mean, I'm saying no, but I will it, check it. No, I, Marie. I go ahead, Marie. You'd absolutely have to go to edit every time to get the, the option to change the text tone. Okay. All right. Anybody else? Quick question. This is Haley. Go ahead. Um, would it be a totally different um, method to say um, use a part of a song that you had on your, I don't know, one of your files, or if you wanted to say uh -huh. this, your mother calling or something like that? Would that be a totally different process? Uh, no, not necessarily. I mean, as long as the ringtones are in your in that list, because I skipped it out, skipped over it. There are there was a category for ringtones that you purchased. And then, you know, if you know how to create ringtones or whatever, then as long as they're there, you can select it and do that. Cool. But they have Thank to you. be put there somehow, either through iTunes or however you're going to get them there. All right. That makes sense. Thanks. Yeah, great. Thanks, Thanks, Haley. All right. Who else? This is Sarah. Go ahead. Hi. While you were doing it, I was going through it with you, and I didn't have to press edit. Okay, well, I'm on 17.3. Well, I didn't update today, so. Okay. Well, that was <laughs> what I was worried about, but it, it was like that even before I updated, I'm pretty sure. But This, this is Liz. Herbie. Okay, Liz and then Herbie. Go, Liz. If you don't hit edit, you can't do any changes. You have yeah. to hit edit, and then you have to hit done at the end. Okay, so Sarah, through I just did that. You don't do edit. Hang on, hang on. Herbie, go. All right. Um, well, I was going to really ask Sarah, what. so when you went to the contact, you had to hit edit in order to... So, so you're saying you just double tapped in the text tone and it let you change it? Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Oh, I'm going to play with this. I, this so, is definitely something new. With this is Kenny. Okay, hold on. I'm going to go, Kenny. 
Um, uh, this question is for Sarah. Did you already have an assigned text tone or did it still say default? You know what? That's probably it. Because I had a different one. I did not have default. Yeah. Yeah, if you assign people ringtones or text tones and and you want to change it again or, or whatever, no, I don't like that one, whatever, you go back to the same contact, um, you'll see those ones you picked. You can double tap on it and brings you right to the thing, and then you can select a different one and go back and it'll it'll be changed. Okay, this is Sarah. So therefore, we oh. have to uh, revise what we said to Shree. Because so you're saying now that it's not the default, it's going to show up, Kenny. So I, I just need to go look at that. I didn't confirm that. Yeah, that's how it used to work. I don't know about seventeen point three because I'm not updated to that. Well, but that's, I will. That's how it used to work. Okay, well, go ahead, Sarah. Then we probably have to go. Go ahead. Um, yeah, just just uh, that I only had a ring t uh, uh, text tone for all everything not particular people for uh, text tones. So, but it wasn't the default. Okay. All right. This I is Harvey. Yeah, go Harvey. Um, so I just double checked. So yeah, if there is an existing sound, you can modify it without having to go to edit. Um, Thank you, Herbie. Okay. If there's no existing sound, then you would have to go to edit. So. Okay. Well, we learned something all And that applies for ringtones as well as text tones. Good, good. Thanks, Herbie, for checking that. All right. Now, as we can see, this is a learning process, a group process, and uh, thank you all for pointing that out. So, um, okay. So that was in response to one of your questions. So if you all have questions or want to, you know, give us ideas for future uh, segments, uh, I bug uh, buzz of uh, bite segments. And if you want to volunteer to do one, we would like that too. So there you go. All right. Now we are getting ready for our next favorite segment. Hang on. All right. It's the fourth Monday. And we know what that means. It's the day for the iToys segment. I told you we had a busy, busy day today. So, Herbie, you there? Hello. Hello. Yes, I am here. I was talking to you and everything, and you can hear me. <laughs> oh, wow. Because I hit the wrong button, that's why. <laughs> These buttons, I tell you. So I need rotary dial. Okay, yeah, exactly. Okay. You know, I, I I miss the old rotary phones in a way. I mean, <laughs> torture to dial, but oh, anyway, um, we're here to talk about touch screens and all that good stuff, so... um. But, uh, all right, so today you won't get a break from me, actually. We're going to hear from uh, Shri as he's going to tell us about AirTags and more specifically how you can add a family member to an AirTag. So this can be useful. So if you want to ask, uh, like, you know, your family member, uh, where is, uh, is your suitcase, for instance, um, you know, they can help you do that. But you know what? I will actually let uh, Shri demonstrate uh more we've got just a little bit of him and then uh, we will open the floor to questions so here we go in today's segment i'm going to go ahead and talk about a device that we've talked about before but there's a new feature that became available when i was in dallas last year my brother-in-law's truck was stolen while i was there and a month later my nephew's truck also got stolen and if they only had air tags in their vehicle there might have been a chance we could have found their trucks so today i'm going to take a look at a new feature where you can actually share an AirTag with other family members. 
Previously, if I'm carrying an AirTag and I'm with one of my family members, they'll also get notified at some point that there's an unknown AirTag following them. Recently, a new feature became available with the AirTags where a family member that I assign and they agree will no longer get a notification of an unknown AirTag. So let's see how to set this up. An AirTag costs less than $30 and you can find them on sale. Once you get a new AirTag, there is a plastic protective case that you need to peel off. And then there's a little plastic piece that you need to pull, which separates the battery from the connector. And once I peel the plastic off, then the battery will be connected and I'll hear the pairing sound. And before I can pair this AirTag, I need to open Find My. I'm going to do a touch and explore until I hear it and then double tap to select it. Find My. Find My. Then do a touch and explore towards the bottom of the screen until I hear Items tab 3 or 4 and then double tap to select it. Items tab 3 or 4. Selected items tab 3 or 4. Next, I'll do a touch and explore until I hear the card controller and then swipe right. Card controller. Actions available. Swipe right. Items. Heading. Swipe right. Add. Button. Double tap to select it. Air tag. Air tag. Heading. Swipe right. Close. Button. Swipe right on the connect button and double tap. Connect. Button. Now the air tag is paired with my iPhone and it's time for me to configure the air tag. Air tag. Air tag. Heading. Now I need to either flick up or flick down and select one of these names or go all the way down to the bottom and create a custom name. Backpack. 1 of 11. Bike. 2 of 11. Camera. 3 of 11. Handbag, 4 of 11, headphones, 5 of 11, jacket, 6 of 11, keys, 7 of 11, luggage, 8 of 11, umbrella, 9 of 11, wallet, 10 of 11, custom name, 11 of 11. I'm going to go ahead and select a custom name, swipe right until I hear the continue button, and then double tap. Continue, button, name your text field, is editing, enter name, insertion point at start. And now with the virtual keyboard, I'm either going to type or dictate this new name. Cap E, shift, cap M, shift, cap W, space, BMW, shift. Cap X, numbers, three, letters, I. Swipe right until I hear the continue button and then double tap. Continue, button, choose an emoji, heading, 15 emojis found. Now it's time to find an emoji and there's plenty to pick from. Choose an emoji, heading. Touch and explore or swipe right or left until I find the right emoji and then double tap to select it. Police car, one. Swipe right until I hear the continue button and then double tap. Continue, button, emoji search hidden. Four finger single tap near the bottom of the screen Lance on the agree button, then double tap. Agree button. BMW X3i, heading. Now it's going to take a few more seconds. Swipe right and it'll give you a progress information. In progress. And then swipe right until I hear the done button and then double tap. Done button. Find my tab bar. Once again, go to the items tab, double tap, and then swipe right until I hear the tag that I want to select. And then double tap to select that tag. BMW X3i, home, now, with you. Actions available. Battery charges 100, card controller. Swipe right until I hear share this air tag and then double tap select it. Share this air tag, share this air tag. Swipe right until I hear add a person and then double tap to select it. Add person, cancel button. Two finger swipe down, I love voiceover read what's on the screen. Cancel button, share this air tag. BMW X3i, you're the owner. What will happen? Others can locate this air tag. Everyone who shares this air tag can locate it and find my. Tracking notifications will be muted. No one who shares this air tag will get notified when it's near them. Sharing is closing double quotation marks. .com. Continue button. Button. Double tap on the continue button. Text field. Now I need to select someone to share this air tag with. I can either type or dictate. In this case, I'm going to type my daughter's name. J A S M I. Now I'm going to do a touch and explore until I find her Apple ID email address and then double tap to select it. 
button. Swipe right until here. Share button and then double tap to select it. Share your tag. Heading. Share button. Share. In progress. My location. Springfield. Next, my daughter will get an alert message on her phone and she'll need to acknowledge this message and only after that she'll be added to the shared air tag. Now that she's added herself to the group, now let's take a look at what it looks like now. I'm gonna do a touch and explore until I hear find my and then double tap. Find my, find my. Once again, I'll do a touch and explore until I hear the items tab and then double tap. Items, tab, three of four, selected. Items, tab, three of four. Two finger swipe down and it'll provide a list of all the air tags that I have currently configured. My items, heading, home sweet home, home, 41 minutes, ago, three dead phones, home, last seen three mo, ago, zero miles, three is luggage, home, now, with you, three wallet, home, 42 minutes, ago, zero miles, yellow brick road, home, 42 minutes, ago, zero miles. Swipe right takes me to a new section called items that I share. In here, I'll find the air tag that we've assigned to our vehicle. Items I shared, heading. Swipe right. BMW X3i. Home. Now. Share it with Rita and one more. With you. And that is how to set up a new feature using an AirTag and assign it to a group. And if we do experience an event where our vehicle gets stolen, Jasmine, Rita, and myself may or may not get the vehicle back, but at least we know where it's going. But once you set it up, all you need to do is just swipe right. And there's one section that said uh, share AirTag section. You just swipe right in there and give you the list of all the AirTags that you shared with others. All right, that's pretty cool. Okay, who has any questions about the family sharing or air tags in general? Pete. Yes, Pete. I was wondering if three has an alibi for when those two cars were stolen. Ooh, good question, Shree? Uh, No comment, Plead the fifth. <laughs> All right. Um, I have. Yep. This is Helene. Yes, Helene. Is there, um, if someone stole a car and then it started to make that sound, then would the people who stole the car just know that they'd hear the sound? Or would it be something that would just be a giveaway? So, I mean,. I don't know if it'll ping the air tag if it's out of range. So, like, if you know that something is being stolen, I would not uh, ping the air tag. Also, um, some things that you do need to know, making if you get into the finite details of the air tags, there is a different. There's a way to report something as lost versus actually stolen, and so, um, and they are. Uh, so if something was reported as stolen, then I don't think the attack would even make be able to make that sound until it was uh, recovered. And what that also does is it sends details, I think, to like law enforcement or something. I, I'm not quite sure how that completely works. I know there is a difference. But, um, you know, the other thing, let's say if somebody's stealing a car and they're going for a joyride and the engine is revved up to 120 miles per hour, and you've got a blind driver behind the wheel named Shri. What you're doing is you're screaming your head off, either in joy or terror, and you're probably not going to hear the trill sound that the air tag will make in that type of situation anyway. This is true. So, yes. To kind of answer Helene's question, you know, they're not going to get notified right away. So it's going to take some time before it pings them, especially if they have, um, you know, obviously the air tag is going to uh, ping back prior if there's Bluetooth connection to let me know where the car is trailing. 
Like I do this now, you know, I, I watch my daughter driving and I can tell where she is because I can follow the car moving around. Um, so you will, it will take a few uh, time, a few, you know, half an hour, sometimes an hour. When I tested it, it took over a few hours before they even got notified that there was an air tag following them. And the other thing, too, is the air tag is so small, you can put it anywhere. So you could, like, bury it in the glove compartment, for instance. So um, that's going to make it, make it even less likely to be heard. And, you know, just bury it, you know, with any other junk you have in there. And uh, there you go. Or put it under the back seat. I mean, there's a whole wide range of options. So This is Shree. Yep. I was just listening to a story about an air tag where somebody stole a vehicle. Uh, it was, I think it was near in Pennsylvania, it went up to the coast, then it went on a boat, and it went all the way down to Brussels. And this person's tr uh, whose truck was stolen, he was actually following all the way until it got to Brussels. Oh, wow. All right. So there you go. Pretty powerful device there. Okay. Anybody else? Well, gang, I just want to say, um, as uh, like Sonia says with the Apple Bytes, if you have any iToys requests or demos you'd like to uh, provide, you can let me know or let Sonia know, and we will uh, see what we can do. And um, we have had every, we've had quite a few people on here. In fact, uh, very recently we had a, a new iBug person that present one of our iToys segments uh, several months ago. So. We are always open to uh, possibilities. And uh, Shri, did you have any final uh, things before we turn it back over to Sandhya? Nope. All right, Sandhya, your favorite words. It's all yours. Ah, thank you. Thank you, thank you. Oh. All right, so very yep, good. Thanks you. for the iToy segment. And now moving back to our... Uh, regularly scheduled program who didn't get a turn to ask a question this, during the this first is marty time? oh marty um it's an apple watch question and it's been happening last week or two i have a series for apple watch but i have the latest ios i mean watch os 10 um i use the uh simple um face and there's five complications with it. And two of my complications are like condition and temperature. So <clears throat> lately in the morning until about mid-morning or close to lunchtime, it says condition unavailable. So I don't get a temperature or a condition. And then all of a sudden um, it becomes active and I get my temperature and the condition, of course, is like, you know, is it clear or cloudy or windy? Okay. Um, anyone else that that's happened to? Yeah. Anybody? It's like you're not getting all the complications active at one time. Have you tried other faces? No, I haven't tried other faces. Um, I've tried, like, switching faces. Yeah. Because sometimes I, I won't get, like, sunrise, sunset properly. So I'll switch to another face and then I'll come back to the simple face and then okay. that's okay. But it still is like, it says condition unavailable is what okay. it says. All right. Any Apple Watch users have any suggestions? All right, Marty. 
try to okay. keep looking. Okay, good question. Thank you. Okay, who's next? This is Jody. Oh. Yes. I it, it's kind of a picky question. When I dictate my name, uh the default is spelled J O D I. I spell my name with a Y. And so I always have to go back in and correct it. Is there a dictionary or someplace where I can go to change the default under dictation to spell my name correctly? All right. Who'd like to take that one? This is also for Jody and Candyman. Okay. Ah <laughs> uh -huh. All right. Who has a help for dictionary option? This is Herbie. Go ahead. Your best bet in that situation is just to spell out your name. Okay. All right. Okay. I just thought there might be a way to change the default. Thank you. This is Shree. No. It is it? I know. Like I have a friend whose name is Bobby, and she spells it B O B E. So I went into text replacement, and so every time I said Bobby, it just spells it correctly. Okay. Give me and text replacement. Oh, this is Jody. Uh -huh. Is that like text replacement where you have the uh, shortcut? Right. It's it's where you know you actually type your name like how you spell it, and then replace it with how it's. Um, how your name is, you know, spell it with like Jody and then spell it like how you want to replace it by. Oh, okay. Six, this is home replacement. Hang on, this hang is on. Janet. Go hang on, Janet. Go, Herbie. So, Shree, if I understand then what you're saying is text replacement also works with dictation? Well, I know that her name is spelling correctly <clears throat> now. That's the only place I've changed it. That is interesting. I'm just guessing because that's okay. what I did. All right, go Janet. You can go into um your settings and keyboard or yeah, your settings and keyboard and play around with it. Okay. Okay, thank you. Yep. All right. Good question. Thank you. All right, next. Who'd like to go? New question. Linda. Go ahead. Um, when I'm in Safari, I get the ticking sound when it's searching how do i turn oh, that off the ticking sound <laughs> all right who has who remembers we have talked about this anybody would like to help us with this one even our new possible mentors would like to touch this one well anybody want to help let's open anybody really the ticking sound when the Safari, uh, the page is loading and wet in Safari. Okay. Nope. No takers. This is Greg. Go, Greg. I'll make a guess. Uh, if you go to settings, uh, accessibility, voiceover, and I haven't checked this, but I'm going to guess sounds. And I, I know that's down toward the very bottom of if, if it's in that list and it's down at the very bottom, I, like next to last. And okay. as I recall, it's a um, ticking that's related to loading of the page. Right. Yeah, that sounds right. And yeah. Okay. So there you go, Linda. Yeah, it's pretty annoying. So hopefully that will help you. Thank you, Greg. Thank you. This is Ned. Go, Ned. Yes, that happens to me once in a while. 
And oh. what I'll do is I'll turn voiceover off. And then when I turn it back on, the ticking is going away. All right. Stop the ticking. Okay. Thanks, Ned. Okay. Who else? New question. Elizabeth here. Go ahead, Elizabeth. Um, if I want to make a list a few days ahead of time and I go to notes and, and make that list, uh, will it stay there or what do I have to do to do I have to do anything to keep it there? Oh, what a beautiful question. Who wants help for Elizabeth? Um, this is Helene. Go, Helene. I don't know if this is accurate, but whenever I do a note, it stays there. And whenever I go to notes, it's usually like the, the first, second, or third note. It's just right there. It doesn't go away. Yes. Beautiful. Yes. There you go, Elizabeth. <laughs> Thank it you. will be there. I have, unfortunately, things that I put there about four or five years ago, and they're still mm -hmm. there. So, yeah. okay. Well, how right. do you get rid of them then? If you, do uh, you can delete them, but I, I'm a pack rat, so I have to go figure out what's in there. But yeah, you can just swipe up. Uh, anybody want to tell her how to delete? Uh, it's similar to deleting other. I don't delete my notes, so I don't know. But I'm assuming you just swipe up on the note, and it will delete. Okay. The list of notes in the list of notes. So. Yeah. Okay. Thank, Thank you. you, Elizabeth. That's a great question. I always have trouble making lists, so that's a great, uh, very important task there. Okay. Who? And this we have done a demo on the notes app. So go ahead, Shree. I was, I was just going to say, you know, another good app for creating a list is the reminders. Okay. And you can do it through Siri if you like, or you can actually manually do the list. Okay, thanks. There you go, Elizabeth. Got another option. Okay, very good. Yeah. Who else? New question. This is Helene. Go ahead. Um, this might not be a fair question because it's about an air fryer, but does anyone have any accessible air fryers that don't have a lot of buttons and that are easy to use for visually impaired people. This is Janet. I'm going to hand this to Robert. Okay. Well, okay. Well, go ahead quickly. Go ahead. Hey, we have a Asari Pro and we use it with Alexa. And basically once it was set up, it was fairly easy to set up using the VSync app that you have to download to your phone you just tell miss miss a to air fry for such and such minutes and it goes from there okay thank you what, what is All that right. called it's called, the, it's called the kasori pro 3 thank okay. you thank mm -hmm. you new question um this is Marty again. Go ahead. Um, you know how in your phone, like the name, I guess, for security, Apple puts in like, you know, owner's iPhone. Um, because mm -hmm. they don't want you like they don't want you to put your name in your phone. Like it like so when you like in other words, when you when you um pair your phone to a headset like it, it's listed as owner's iphone okay so 
I use two of them now, my old date and my new 15. Is there, is there a way what I'd like to maybe do is on my old date, change the name to owner's iPhone eight, because on a lot of these headsets that are multi-point, it will say connected to owner's iPhone, connected to owner's iPhone. Oh, right. It's, not, it's confusing. This is Oh, uh, yeah. Go ahead, Harvey. Yeah, I believe you'll find that under general and settings, um, where it'll let you change the name of your iPhone, and then you can just call it whatever you want. Is it general, or would it be under the ID, like the first thing? And, you know, no, it is. I do believe it is under general. The ID is for your iCloud account. Right, okay. I, I believe what you're wanting is actually under general. It might be under about, if I remember, because I know we've talked about this, because that's well, also that's where the main it says, thing. I, I didn't know if you can edit that, though. It, yeah, but... there. well, there. it's because we've had this issue when people log in on Zoom, and that's the name that shows up. So I know we've, well, we, you know, check it and out. It will, and... it will let me change, because I don't want to yeah, change yeah. my new one. I just want to change right. the old it'll one. it'll let you change it. Oh, yeah, okay, just, thanks. We'll confirm that, but yes. Okay, who else? Got a few more minutes. New question, new people, anybody that didn't get a turn? This is Amanda. Hey, Amanda, go ahead. Hi. Um, when you were doing your demo, you did a four-finger single tap, and I believe it took you to the bottom of the screen. Is there something to get you to the top of the screen? Oh, what a great question. Somebody new would like to help? Or anybody like to help Amanda with that great question? Anybody? Gary. Go, Gary. Go, yeah, Gary. She can, you can do a four-finger uh, tap at the top of the screen. It'll put you right up there. Woohoo! Oh, yep. This is Amanda? Uh-huh. Okay, yep. so, so then when you did the four-finger single tap, you did that towards the bottom of the screen? Right, the bottom half, yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Okay. So then, okay. So then, doing it to and the top of the screen will take you to the top. To the top, right? Ah, great. Thank and, you. And I forget to do that all the time. So you know. <laughs> yeah. And another little trick I, I never can seem to get all four of my fingers on there properly. So I kind of strum it. I mean, it's, it's a technique. It's whatever you end up doing. But okay. This is Pete, Tony. Okay, Pete and Jody. Go Just Pete. on that four-finger tap, go in from the side of your phone. Go in from the 3 o'clock or 9 o'clock if you're left-handed. And that way you can get your fingers um, all on the screen on the top half or the bottom of that bottom half. I can't tell time, but okay. This is now right or left. Yeah. <laughs> okay, go, Jody. And then, okay, yeah, if you do, if you go to the status bar at the top and you do a one finger double clap on the status bar, that will also take you to the top of the page. Okay. All right, I heard somebody else. Ned. Ned, go ahead. Yeah, is that a four finger single tap or four finger double tap? Single, single tap, single tap. Uh huh. The double, they're all kinds of those, there's like different four finger gestures. So we're just talking about the single tap. Okay. David. Uh, oh, David. Oh, yeah. I just went into the uh, like settings, general and about, and I, I was able to change my iPhone name there. Mine had a little two after it because I, I uh, installed this iPhone and I still had one active. So I always had like a two in parentheses. So I, I'd always been meaning to change that. So, yeah, let me do it. 
Oh, it's just, right. It just says, oh, there, right. It, it says like iPhone, and it'll say button, and you double tap. It says it's a, it's a tappable button, and then it gives you an edit field. And you okay. can rename it whatever you want it to be. We appreciate the real-time research. Very good. So there you go. Jeff, Marty, you're all set to go. Okay. We probably have a few minutes for one more question. Who else? Somebody else? Sharon? Go, Sharon. Where have you been? Go ahead. <laughs> so when we had our demo on iMusic, my question is, do you have to pay for iMusic or is there a free option? I was a little confused about that. Okay. Sure, you want to talk about that? The music app. Sure. Um, there is some like there's some radio features that you can use for free, but if you want the Apple music service, then you do have to pay for that. Okay, fine. Thank you. All right. Anybody else? Quick question. Going once. Come on. Got a few minutes. This is Herbie. Go, Herbie. So just real quick, yes, to answer, further elaborate on the Marty's question. So yes, if you go to general and about, you're going to see a button that says, like in your case, owner's iPhone. Oh, you just, okay, yep, so you just go to the about button and then you go to where it says like owner's iPhone or whatever. And you double tap that button and it'll let you adjust the name. And so you can just call it whatever you want or whatever. Um, I always rename that myself, so... All right, very good. I think this brings us to the end of our uh, meeting. Just remember, we still have the after buzz, so just don't go if you don't want to. If you want to hang out with your friends, uh, so quick review. Like we said, we have a busy week ahead. Tomorrow we have two events: the clubhouse. The I mean, no, oh, 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 no more clubhouse. See, old habits die hard. It's the mini buzz on this same zoom conference line from five to six mac and talk from seven to eight thirty so you got two things you can listen to and participate tomorrow thursday it's the it's i bugs life the mm -mm good making vegetable soup from seven to nine then on friday the movie the holdovers brand new movie come and check it out and we have social time at 7 15 discussion and trivia to follow then on saturdays the big ibug apple workshop show and tell edition and we'd love for you to come and uh, if you still want to send something in we're getting close to the deadline we probably already passed it but you know let us know and uh that can go to ibugtoday at gmail.com all right, so now we're going to, like I said, end the recording. Thank you for all the great questions, participation. Thanks for the uh, show and I mean the uh, iToys segment, Herbie and Shree. Thank you very much. And then we're going to open it up for uh, the after bus if you want to hang out. And just one second, and we will do that. And you don't have to swipe anything.